Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the New Era Podcast. I'm your host, New Era, and I have a special guest today. He goes by the name of Alex Hardy. What's up, Alex? What's up? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? So, oh, one thing I forgot to mention. We need to put our phones on silent. I always forget uh, to mention yeah. that beforehand, I but... I think I might have. I don't know. I mean, it's not that anyone texts me anyways. Exactly. So, you know, I'm <clears throat> Most likely it'd be my mom. Yeah, you know, it would probably be my mom too if she knew how to text. But that's a different episode. So, um, <coughs> I'm excited to have you on. I've been wanting to have you on for a long time already. Yeah, I know. I put in a request but never got nothing back. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, um... Yeah, thanks, uh, Nick. Yeah, shout out to Nick. Um, no, so I want to talk to you about... So, you do a little bit of everything. So, you're in a band, right? You're in... Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the band? Uh couple bands uh cold fur is my main main band right now uh main band another main main band was a uh, damn good dog kind of on a hiatus right now just because uh drummer and drummer and singer have different they work at the same place oh, okay and they have different schedules one works days one works nights like like over like midnight Complete so it's just schedule yeah so we don't have any sort of way to actually play together so, for those that don't know, like, what genre is your guys' band? Um, well, Damn Good Dog is, like, alternative indie, kind of, like, Foo Fighters kind of stuff. And then um, Cold Fur is, like, 90s grunge, like, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, um, stuff like that. So, one thing, um, so, for those that <clears throat> don't know, you're cool with Patrick. Shout out to Patrick, the producer of the New Era podcast. <laughs> hey. Um, so how long have you guys, well, I know Patrick mentioned about like how long he's been doing music, but how long have you been in music? Uh, shit. Uh, I, well, I mean, I've been playing <clears throat> since I was, what, 11, sixth grade was when I learned how to play guitar. A friend of mine at the time, uh, he had a guitar and I would stay the night at his house all the time. Like I met him in sixth grade. He had just moved to town <clears throat> and, uh, we connected through the same kind of music, which was metal at the yeah. time. Like. Our favorite bands were Slipknot and Corn oh. and stuff like that, and um, I stayed the night at his house and he had a guitar. I was like, "Dude, what is that?" Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, it's a guitar. Check this out." Played Iron Man, you know, like yeah, bam, 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 mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I was like, "Dude, you're amazing. You're hella good. <laughs> Teach me." And, and he so taught he, you? yeah, he taught me. And then we started a. Uh, once I learned how, like, and I like, I kept begging my mom to get me a guitar. Um, I wanted a bass guitar because he played guitar, so I wanted a bass. Yeah. And uh, so I got one, and then we started a uh, it was a Blink-182 cover band. No way. Where we, yeah, where we just played a ton of just Blink-182, Blink-182 songs, no vocals, no drums. It was just guitar and bass. That's cool. It was pretty cool. We actually ended up having a uh, – we met another guy uh, from here in town that also played guitar, and it was super into Blink-182. Yeah. And uh, – we he joined the little cover band. We'd play parties and stuff for our friends. Really? Yeah, just play a whole bunch of Blink Twenty Two songs with no drums, just that's crazy. vocals and guitar. That's <laughs> it was awesome. terrible, but it was really fun actually. That's how I kind of learned how to play. That's exciting. Um, how many times do you think? Did you ever get like over the fear of like performing live, or you just always? No, I still, I still get incredibly nervous. I'm always telling like Pat and our singer Cy or Nick, whoever, before we go on, like. I'm gonna throw up. Shut I feel up. like I'm gonna throw up. Really? I have terrible stage fright. Um, I don't know. It's it's just anxiety. I don't know. I'm. It's it's the fear of messing up. Yeah. It's not the fear of being in front of people. That's fine. Cause like if when I'm on stage, I'll I'll you know talk through the mic or whatever, talk to people in the crowd. Uh, 
it's the fear of being up on stage and playing a wrong note and it sounds like dog shit. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, that guy sucks and blah, blah, blah. And then people are talking about it afterwards and like people didn't like our band. And it's just, I'm such a perfectionist. Yeah. That I want it to be perfect every time. And I don't want anybody to walk away going, that band had an all right set. I want people to be like, they fucking killed it. Yeah. I see you guys. Every night. I see you guys perform once. And I had gone with my brother, and um, neither of us listened to like that kind of music. Yeah. But we were excited because you know we're like, oh, you know, we we had we were just like very open minded, right? And then when you guys performed, I'm like, that was fucking sick. It was like I had never. Thank you. It was. Um, yeah, that was the acoustic show, right? Yeah, it was acoustic show, and it was just like I started just listening to so much more rock, and I don't even know if that's did you even... really? <laughs> I did, man. I'm just like <laughs> on ACDC right now. That's, <laughs> that's a good one though <laughs> we have so a little funny. bit of those influences in, so, our, like, in our band i've been a little bit um listening to acdc um on my way to work every single day ever since then um no one right knows on. i'm just so embarrassed i love acdc um but no so my thing was is like i had never seen um i mean i've gone to concerts before but i've never seen like a band band you know what i'm saying really like, oh like, like 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 local like where you're just in town or like yeah just, uh, like something up close and personal something like local like something very like like very personal because it was like small venue and like yeah we was... we did that super intimate where like we like you saw we had all the candles going yeah it was such and a vibe, like you know? it was we had the mirrors and yeah we wanted it to be like uh have you ever seen um MTV Unplugged from back yeah, in the day, like uh, right. Nirvana did it, Alice in Chains did like it. Like back in the 90s and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> we wanted to do that whole, whole sort of vibe where yeah. just kind of like super intimate, like where we played probably almost almost our whole discography off the new album that's coming out. Um, yeah, because we, cause we have some a few acoustic songs that are on the album, mm-hmm. and in a normal show when we're playing like electric we wouldn't play those songs so it was cool to be able to do those songs and actually be able to give people more like a an insight to what we're trying to do right so like in the band what instruments are being played obviously you guys have a drummer right wait did you guys even have a drummer i don't even know like so usually bands have what components in um in the group you know what i mean like well it you can get away with a drummer a guitarist and a bassist Right. That's the bare minimum. Oh, actually, not even that. Not it's not even true because there are a lot of bands where it's just a drummer and a bassist, or yeah. a drummer and a, and a guitar. There's a band called the Sixty Eight where it's just a guitar a guitarist that has all sorts of pedals and makes all sorts of weird sounds, and then just a drummer. Yeah. And then there's a band called like Royal Blood mm-hmm. that's just a bass player using all sorts of pedals that makes like weird sounds with his bass and a drummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess mainly you need a drummer. Mainly? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so have you, like, what what has been your position in a band mainly? Like, what I started off with bass. Like uh, like I said, when I, my first guitar was a bass and I was playing Blink-22. <clears throat> but, I, but I learned on guitar. So mm-hmm. I just always kind of knew how to play guitar. I, you know, I started with power chords, being able to play, you know, just chords on a guitar. <clears throat> and then um, just play bass. Ever since I got the bass, I was playing bass in bands from when was i in sixth grade i was 11 it was i think it was like 99 2000 and then i was playing bass solid in bands up until 2000 and i think nine 2009 mm-hmm. where i only played bass and actually uh 
after 2009, I wasn't in any bands. I was not really doing music. I was just kind of doing my own music, just recording my own music and mm -hmm. just whatever I wanted to play. Uh, didn't really know anybody because I'd moved out of town. And then when I came back into town, I didn't really have any gear. Um, and then I met a few dudes. <clears throat> uh, a friend of mine, her name was Morgan. She was dating uh, Nick at the time, uh, Nick Stockdale. And I I heard that her boyfriend, Nick, was in a band. I didn't know him at the time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> she was like, oh, yeah, he'd probably like to jam and blah, blah, blah. So, so I hit him up on Instagram. It's like, blah, blah, I got some gear. Yeah. Uh, if you want to just jam, whatever. I heard you guys are in a band, which Pat recorded. Uh, hey. Yeah, if you want to just jam or something sometime, hit me up. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah. And uh, I, I got the the tracks that that Pat had recorded and it was just guitar, vocals, bass, and uh, drums. Yeah. And I recorded all my own leads over it. Oh, you uh, did? Yeah, because that's what I did in that band. I was lead guitar <clears throat> and Nick just played chords, just strumming chords and sang. And so on my own, I just sat down with it and came up with a whole bunch of leads, you know, not trying to change the music at all. Just, yeah. just wrote my own thing. Came into jam. <clears throat> they didn't have to teach me songs at all because I just learned them on my own. Yeah. And played these songs and they were like yo what the fuck like like okay this works you're not you're not like fucking it up at all you're actually making it work so that's how i got back into bands i think that was like 2016 okay. early 2016 and uh yeah and then from being in that band i started hanging out with i was hanging out with pat a lot and then met a few other people uh Cy, our singer in the other band cold fur oh, okay. um I'd known him for a while, but had never been in a band with him. I knew he did music. He did. He was in like metal hardcore bands out in San Jose. Had just moved back to Los Banos <clears throat> and hit me up. We were just hanging out and stuff. And he's like, "Dude, I know you record music. Uh, I have these songs in my head that I've just been like just playing with for years. Yeah. Uh, I mind if we record them? I was mm -hmm. like, "Yeah, come over. Whatever. We'll lay them down." And he. And it's like probably like our best song on our album for Cold Fur. Yeah. Uh, he he laid it down, and I was like, "Yo, this is fucking great song." Like, what else you got? Mm -hmm. Came in, recorded another song and another song. We had three songs, and we were like, "Yo, this is this is too good. This needs to be a band." Right. And so then it started with with just me and him. And we were just writing songs. It was just going to be not a real band. It was just going to be me and him writing songs, releasing them, just because nobody was doing grunge. Yeah. Nobody's done grunge correctly since <laughs> the 90s. You know, there's been, you know, post-grunge bands like mm -hmm. Creed and stuff like that, where it's just like Godsmack, where it's not fully grunge. It's like new metal. Yeah. Kinda, so, you know, like the difference, though, like it's very different genres than... Like, because when people say, like, when you say grunge, right, mm. um, like, to someone that doesn't listen to rock music, or, like, I'm not saying, it's, well, what's the difference? Like, there, I'm, um, I'm sure there's a difference, but I'm, like, super naive to this. It's, like, it's just, just it's a feeling, like, <clears throat> I mean, it, if you're more musically inclined, it, like, you're getting into tones, like, you're not, like, just using a straight, saturated, distorted tone, like, when you're mm. just playing metal or whatever. Yeah. It's more of, like. A better tone in the guitar, clean vocals. There's no yelling or screaming, mm. um, 
And it's most people think of grunge because the vocals have that kind of sound, like everything is said with an R, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And that's it started, yeah, in the '90s, like with a lot of bands, like like um, especially Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam, and uh, uh, I'm having a brain fart on their name right now. Um, I can't even. No, not Soundgarden. Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> they're they're the big ones and it, they started that sound but like yeah, so like later on it it died out like in like in late 90s. Especially when you know Nirvana didn't have that sound but yeah. they're considered grunge. Oh, they are. <clears throat> but I I don't consider them grunge technically. I, they're more punk to me. Mm-hmm. Um cuz they didn't have that whole kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh but after it was kind of after Kurt Cobain died, where it it started to die out and grunge wasn't really a thing anymore, and then some bands like Creed and whoever else. What do you think about Molly Crew? I've never been a fan of Molly Crew. Really? No, um, I've never been a big glam eighties mm. dude. What's your um? What's your? What are some other genres that you listen to, or do you listen to any other genres? Oh yeah. Um, I like country, a little bit of country, uh, Tim McGraw, that's my dude. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, a little bit of reggae, not a whole lot. It gets kind of boring after a while. Um, <laughs> I like classical a lot. Um, just like more like, I guess, pop deep cuts. I don't know, like not the yeah. shit that's on the radio, but like. Like, I get down on some Celine Dion. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so Whitney Houston. Uh, so I'm like, oh, where the- anything that sounds good to me, really. Right. Like, I don't have a preference, like, oh, it's got to be metal. It's got to be have guitars and distortion, yeah. blah, blah, and screaming. Like, anything that sounds good. Yeah, like really. quality music. Yeah. yeah, if it speaks to me, it speaks to me. Like, um, like <laughs> I like a song by Harry Styles. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever heard any music from him. Yeah, you know, don't like One Direction at all, but Harry Styles. Yeah. You know, some songs, just, they just speak to you at a certain level just because the the notes that they're using or the specific melodies that they're using. Right. And that's the, um, that's very true, though, because it's like when um, I'm very like open to like any any kind of music. I used to say, like, oh, yeah, I don't listen to country. Oh, this isn't that, right? Mm. And then I was like, yeah, it's not that bad, you know? But like, it depends. It has to be more like kind of like the more meaningful love songs. I don't, I hate the songs that are just uh, like down home, like with the beer, <laughs> gets my tractor and yeah. blah, 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 stuff like that. No, like, that that's like, that's like nowadays mumble rap. That's just yeah. garbage. Like you're, like you're pandering to your audience. Like it's, right. no, I need something that's actually meaningful and coming from the heart. And you're actually, it's got better instrumentation. So you don't like Tennessee whiskey? That's what you're saying. Tennessee, Tennessee whiskey is one of my favorite songs. Is that a, oh, then probably not. If it's called Tennessee whiskey, <laughs> I probably don't because no, I, I don't like Jack Daniels. No, I mean I don't either. It's just, um, but like oh, we were talking about like uh, the genres of music is just because, um, I don't care like what genre it is. If I like that song, if it's like meaningful, then I'm down for it. Like I don't care like what yeah. what. I'm very big on like, are they called like ballads when it's like? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like there's this. Um, you could call it that probably. There's um, this soundtrack to this movie called The Star Is Born, but like Lady Gaga came out on yeah. it. Yeah. And there's like a couple oh, songs. I really want to see that actually. It's oh my god, it's such a good movie, man. 
Um, yeah, what's the name's character? It was actually based off of uh, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Really? Yeah. Um, there's two songs on there that like get me. Like it's like, and I'm pretty like. Uh, really? Yeah, it's just like like you know when the song gets you there. It's like. Damn. Oh yeah, especially in movies, you know the, yeah. the the music in the movie is just like it's all no, what it is. But you know what's a trip is like, I fell in love with the soundtrack before I even watched the movie. And that's mm. how good the that's that's how good the soundtrack is. And I'm not even big on like soundtracks or anything. Who sings who sings the song? Um, it's Lady Gaga. She gets you know how like she gets down on like her vocals and stuff yeah, like that. I actually love that's another one I yeah. love Lady Gaga. And like when, since she um, came out. She she did these two songs and I like before, like I said, I don't even know how I came across um that that soundtrack. I think I was like I'm Pandora at work. And obviously I have to listen to like, you know, work appropriate songs you yeah. know or genres right yeah it's terrible so i had like a dell radio on or something and then all of a sudden That's i was like one. I working dell. right and then i just heard this like one beat and i was like Damn, that shit goes hard and then i heard someone singing i knew it was lady gaga i just had never heard the song before uh-huh. i downloaded it and i was like i just had to like replay it over and over and over and over yeah and um and even to this day, like I'll like it just gets me my feelings, man. And then and then I finally got to watch the movie, right? And I was like, oh man, this shit got me even more in my feelings because it it got me there without even watching the movie. And then when I watched it, I was like, damn. You're like, that's where song. Like, that's where the I'm, song needs yeah, to be. Yeah, <laughs> that that's where the song needs. Like she plays such. She did such a good like job in that role. So if anyone wants to watch Star is Born, it's out there. It's it's such a good movie. Yeah, I definitely need to go see that. Is it even still out, or is it out of theaters now? No, I think it's out of theaters, because um, uh, I watched I'm, it on this, like... I'm going to have to bootleg it now. <laughs> I, I watched it on bootleg on some, like, website, but... S- sunmovies.net? I don't even know. I think it was, like, uh, 123movies.com, or I don't know, mm-hmm. something like that. You could find them online, you know? But it's definitely such a good movie, but um, I was... Um, we lost our train of thought when we were talking about Lady Gaga. We were talking about... Um, Adele and Lady Gaga, like that kind of like ballad, like I like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, where it's just like it, it kind of just, just builds up. Like it's like the the instruments have emotion in them, and then yeah. the, the and the vocals just help out. Like and they just right. keep building. It's like powerful vocals. It's like I'm not heartbroken, but right now I am. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like that yeah. type of shit. And that's a, that's one thing that I noticed is like, and I'm sure like people like know this too. Is like anytime you hear a song, it'll take you back to like a oh, certain spot. Hell yeah. Oh, and my God. It's such a trip because it's like so universal. Like, um, obviously, we're in this generation now where like music is just so like even like the accessible. It's so accessible, you know. Like, I don't know if you ever used LimeWire back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, LimeWire was like the reason why I I listen to a lot of the artists I listen to now because uh. I mean we didn't have like SoundCloud back then. Like we didn't have like yeah. Any of like that, anything that's out now, like we didn't have any of that stuff growing up, you know. And when I remember when I went on LimeWire, my my brothers were used to like burn. I mean, everyone used to burn CDs, right? Yes. So, uh, my brothers would be like, "Oh, you know, let, write me down a list of the songs you want, and then we'll uh, make them, right?" Yeah. So I like, used to do that for people. <laughs> would, wait, would you charge people? Because I know some no. people that would charge you. No, I, I mean, if I had blank CDs, I would just do it. But like, if uh, if they had their own, then yeah. that was even better because I didn't yeah. have to use my own stuff. Shut but, up. No, nah, I did it all the time. Man. Hey, would you ever? Did you ever burn a CD for a girl or no? 
You mean like mixtapes? Yeah, like you know how someone's like, "Hey, here, these are just like these are, like this is how I, I feel about you." Right. <laughs> someone did that to me, and no. it was like the most. And I like cheesy songs, but they were just like cheesy as fuck, like Soldier Boy and shit, and like it was horrible. Oh I was like, God. I never want to talk to you again, you know. But uh, I remember the burn CDs era, which you is, broke it was, my heart. I didn't even have a car to put in in the CD. You know, it was like the struggle was real, but um, it was a thought that counted. You know what I mean? But I know everyone used to do that back in the day. Nah, never done that because I was thought mixtapes were cheesy as fuck too. I thought you know, I think mixtapes are like, I mean they're cheesy, but it's like well, like when you would make some something for someone, right? Is that what you're talking about? Or like mixtapes in general? I mean, it was more like. I don't know, if I was in a relationship and there right. were songs that like I felt that made me feel a certain way, I'd be like, "Yo, babe, check this out." But, yeah. Like, it was. <laughs> I never made a compilation <laughs> of oh like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious!" Like, this is how I feel. <laughs> like, right? I that's just too much. It's just I don't know, man. It's just kind of cheesy, but um, I mean, but I guess it could be. It's just the effort that counts, I guess. You know, that's I guess more but, like, yeah, like giving them a card, I guess. <laughs> what's the um speaking of cheesy shit, like what's one of the things that you've done like like as far as like music wise for someone like that's like how cheesy that that you could think of? Um, music wise it's cheesy? Yeah. Like did you have you ever like uh, I don't uh, know, like you know what I'm saying? Like you know how like guys in bands do some cheesy shit sometimes for like their girl? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm, um, not, I'm not talking about well, like, I mean, directly to you, but I'm just saying like in general, like I mean, I've recorded some artists that were <clears throat> like uh do you know who Justin Lowry is? Mm-hmm. He's from here in town, plays acoustic. Um yeah. I used to be in a band with him, but he he's a great singer. Uh especially now that he's you know doing the acoustic thing. It's mm-hmm. just him singing. And he, a lot of his are like either heartbreak songs or love songs. So I mean I've done that. I mean but those songs sound really good, so they're not super cheesy. Yeah. But I mean, probably the most cheesy thing as I've ever done is like, <clears throat> uh, our buddy Marco, he wants to be a rapper, and like I had some, <laughs> like, I also produce like I I've made beats before, and yeah. I produce beats, um, and I had these really bad, <laughs> che- <laughs> cheesy ass beats that were yeah. like they're embarrassing. <laughs> And he liked him oh. and spit on him. <laughs> and it was just so bad. I hated it. Like, I, like we would play him. He would play him for people, like at bars or something after we did it. Yeah. And I'm thoroughly embarrassed. And people yeah. are like, "Yo, that's hard." Yeah. And I'm like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's horrible. That's mean. You know? Okay. Speaking of <clears throat> beats. Okay, so I was mentioning the other day. Uh, so. I've been listening to, like, a lot of, like, Jay Dilla lately. hmm And, you know, when you hear his beats, you're like, you just get, you just catch the vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so, I've I I've actually mean, never listened to Jay Dilla before. <laughs> okay, so when you, so Jay Dilla's very, like, uh, what's, what would you consider? Ambient, I guess, maybe? No, it's like, oh, my friend mentioned it the other day, like, the type of genre it is, but it's very, like, chill rap. Um, like, chill hop. Patrick, what would you consider that like genre? Um, uh, yeah, that. Just okay. look up Jay Dilla. You'll like. Yeah. Oh, just, is it Boom Bap like Big L or something like that? Yeah, it's just very like. I don't even know how to explain it, but I caught a vibe. <clears throat> okay. You know, the point is, I caught a vibe. I was at work and I was listening to Jay Dilla, and I was like, you know what? 
fuck work. I got to write something, right? <laughs> so I was like, I got just so inspired, right? And I was like, you know what? I just have to write. It's not a freestyle, but right. I wrote. Just writing I some wrote, raps. I wrote like 16 bars. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> it was I good? Wrote, was it fire? You know what? I think it's fucking fire. <laughs> Hold on. And let's, you know, let's hear it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Spit. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So I'm so hyped about it that it was like it just so happened to be the day that um I went to studio and I seen you guys. Yeah. And I was like, I was hyped. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, I remember the story. <laughs> was... You wanted to like like read it to us. <laughs> You're like like hey, can I can I read you something? But real quick? like the thing is like I just you know it was just funny, man, because I was like so hyped about it. And then I was like, all right, can I really, like, spit this? Like, because I don't want to be that person that, like, raps and then people just, like, like that's fucking horrible. Just stick to your day job. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, like, the thing is, like, you, I never understood why some people, like, you, like, you know when, like, something, when someone, like, even writing a song, it takes a lot. Like, I noticed that day because I only wrote, like, 16 bars, but yeah. I didn't even do anything else. Um, I just made sure it rhymed. That's all, like, yeah. <laughs> right? Because that's all I needed. But so you wrote a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> like, the cats and on the hat and then on the mat. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm more smarter than that. But I was like, oh, man, you know? And I was hyped because I'm like, all right, I'm going to let Patrick know. See what's up. You're like, what he thinks? You know, I don't know. And yeah. then I was like, on my way to the studio, and I was like, all right. Maybe I should just tell this an idea first. Like, just to see where <laughs> it goes from there, you know? Because I'm really hard on myself, period. Oh, well, yeah, not... you gotta be. Yeah, and then so... If you're trying to put out any sort of content, <laughs> any sort of that people are gonna hear, yeah. Right, and that's the thing. And you know what? I... Well, all jokes aside, um, like, I was just, like, writing shit. I wasn't even thinking, like, oh, I'm gonna even, l- like, let people hear this or anything. But I was... What I was writing, I was just so... It was, like, so personal. And I was like, damn, like... I put a lot into that shit, like yeah. the whole fucking four hours that I was doing that, right? Yes. And I was like, damn. And then, like, if I have the guts to fucking record this shit and put it out, and then on top of that, people's opinions, like, that takes a lot. <clears throat> it takes... Yeah, but at that point, when you're putting it out, it's kind of like, fuck people's opinions. Right. You know? And so um, I started thinking to myself, and I'm like, damn, like, a lot goes into just, like, any and like music in general, like it's just like yeah. Just... If you're actually putting out content that you've created, I mean, it it's incredibly emotional. Yeah. Uh, like for me, it's like we. I have songs that I've written on the album where when I hear them, like they they were written for me personally. Yeah. When I was just at home and I was feeling a certain way, or whatever, mm-hmm. went home, <clears throat> plugged in the guitar and just wrote something, and then. The rest of the band liked it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we can use it. Yeah. And then, but every time I hear it, I like flash back to this like super like tough spot where I'm like, I feel all these emotions again. And I'm like, fuck it. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Or like writing the lyrics, how you wrote those lyrics. Like you put hell of time in them. Yeah. And it's like, it means something to you. And that's, that's one of the reasons like why I get nervous on stage throwing it back. Right. Is because I'm <clears throat> doing something that means a lot to me to you it's just music you're 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 at a show you're listening to music you're catching a vibe yeah for me i'm pouring my emotions out right, right. now this is something that means a lot to me and then if i fuck it up you're gonna think i'm an idiot yeah <laughs> so well you know i the one thing like i noticed too like anytime anyone's performing like even though like um 
like obviously you're you're performing and you know when you fuck up, right? Oh yeah, but, and like, I'm the only as, one that knows. Yeah, and then so I I never noticed anyone fucks up until they like point it out, and I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. I don't even fucking notice you fucked up. Like you should have just kept. <clears> going. Oh my god, I do that all the time. And, and that was one thing. Like I used to be like in like um in a I had took piano in high school and then I took like guitar, but like. I never really, like, paid attention to them because I was always like, oh, I'm just here just to pass, you know? Yeah. Didn't even pass. And I remember, like, when we do recitals, you know how that would work. It's like, all right, if you mess up, keep on going, you know? Yeah. But I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. So I would just mess up and never just, like, finish the song, you know? I just sucked. I just sucked. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so I was never confident, right? And then when I would start going to shows, right? Like, for example, if, like, I go to, like, a lot of, like, um, I've got to a lot, like a lot of rap shows or a lot of reggae shows. Like I never realized when they fuck up on the lyrics until they they catch themselves. Like, oh my bad. Like, it's yeah. like you should have just kept on going. You know. Yeah, and that's but, how it is. But you talked about like um like for example like when you write a song you're performing it right. Mm-hmm. It takes you back because they're so personal. They it takes you back to that place right. Yeah, especially Every if you ri- time. especially if you wrote it out of emotions. You yeah, know? and but, it's not just a song. And do you ever okay? So <clears throat> is there a difference between like writing like a very personal song and then or writing just like a not a whatever song but it's like not so many emotions but obviously it comes from the heart but do you know what i'm saying like so uh yeah because i mean uh i mean like i said i've written those emotional songs where i i wrote them just because i was feeling a certain way and playing music is what calms me down yeah and uh, so i get those songs and then there are songs where i just i'm at home jamming or whatever and i get a good riff and blah 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 and end up writing a song yeah and write lyrics to it later or like my singer will write lyrics to it later and it really doesn't have a meaning at first <clears throat> but later on as you're uh as you keep singing about it or like right now we have a for our band Colfer, we're about to shoot a music video for it mm-hmm. and i'm trying to you know storyboard it and come up with ideas for the music video so that it'll translate well it all translates well um I never really put a whole lot of thought of what the lyrics in that song meant to me mm-hmm. or like what I thought about it before. Cause at first it was just lyrics um, that all went together with the vibe of the song. Yeah. And then later on at now, as I'm putting actual visual ideas to it, mm-hmm. that it actually makes sense. It all came full circle. So yeah, that song originally started as just a song. Really? It didn't have any emotions behind it, but now it, kind of does it's starting to get there yeah that um <coughs> we're talking about like the how you know certain lyrics take you there that that are that emotional do you think it's like do you think music is therapeutic oh hell yeah yeah 100 percent. and um in what way has that helped you um i mean i don't know if i do it if I do it in a healthy way yeah. at all. But, like, if I'm feeling sad, I'll throw on incredibly sad music that really? is, that's how that's how I'm feeling. And for some reason, that's a little cathartic to me. Because uh, if I'm sad, I don't want to hear a fucking happy song. I'm yeah. just like, get that out of my face. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I actually tend to not listen to a lot, whole lot of happy music. Really? It's either angry or sad. Yeah. Uh, no in between. It's just because it, it's a stronger emotion Yeah. for me. And so, like, music to me has to convey an emotion. Right. And it's something that I either 
both those emotions are something that I um, see eye to eye with. I, yeah. I relate to them, either anger or sadness. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so you like to me. listen to, <clears throat> basically, when you're, like, not in the mood, you just, you have to listen to sad music. Or you don't really, you said <clears throat> you don't listen to happy music, but what would be considered happy music to you? Um... Cardi B. <clears throat> uh, don't, no, I would. I wouldn't listen to that even if if you paid me. Um, I don't know anything like has to do with like the whole composition of the song. Like if it's right. like an upbeat kind of like like a certain like a happy scale the way it was written or like happy lyrics. Right. So like, <clears throat> um, completely change the subject. Do you? What do you think about Gigi Allen? Gigi Allen. Yeah. Sorry. That was like at a left field. <laughs> Holy shit. I only brought that up. Uh, Sorry, I have these like flashbacks of memory. Gigi so Allen is a fool. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just brought that up because I didn't know who the hell that was. He until is my insane. friends brought him up. Have you looked looked yeah. him up? Like yes. looked into him? Have like, you yes. watched performances by him right. on YouTube? Just, I've seen a lot more than I wanted to yeah, see. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, and it's just insane just the stuff that they do. Uh just to the molesting crowd goers. That's like, crazy though. Being completely naked, cutting himself, shitting on stage, smearing on him. That's crazy. <clears throat> it's it's a whole nother level. I mean, I get the uh the artistry behind it, <laughs> but yeah. I don't get why. But I mean, I guess that's not for you to know. Right, that's, right. It's just for you to experience. What do you think it like goes into? Because I mean, I see like a lot of artists like in every genre, and like I notice that a lot of people, <clears throat> like especially like the fans, like you don't really see what the artist is going through. You just see like the product that they you put see the out. End product, yeah. Right. <clears throat> so when you like when you hear of like certain things happen to like artists that like you look up to or things like that, like <clears throat> um like personal shit, like because they don't obviously you're not really talking about. Sometimes it's in the lyrics, right? Yeah. But... And that's pretty obvious. It's obvious, but, like, for some reason, I don't understand why, like, when someone listens to, like, an artist crying for <laughs> help, not crying for help, but, like, talking about their experiences just with life in general and, like, the struggles they're going through personally and, like, mentally, right? Mm -hmm. Like, people just take it as, like, oh, it's great music. Oh, my God, it's awesome. But they yeah. don't really look into it. Yeah, because, I mean, that happens a lot nowadays in, like, rap songs. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have... a super sad depressive message behind it yeah but it's behind this super upbeat trap beat and people are like uh yeah that fucking yeah. slaps put that on in the club that shit makes me want to dance yeah. but little do you know it's about his him struggling with his depression and him using drugs to deal with that you know that's yeah. a serious ass matter but people are like oh that gets me hyped up i want to do drugs because of that yeah so That's it. true, man. That's it's so true that just with like the music in general, like um, growing up, obviously it was like my my household was like um, very like OG Mexican. I mean, like mm -hmm. uh, very like regional Mexican music. I like so it was that a, is like, some of the saddest music. Yeah, man. Forever, one, one of man. my one of my favorite artists of all time. His name is Jose Ferro Jimenez. He was like straight OG. He he would always talk about this woman that broke his heart and it was just like damn and i was i remember being a kid and listening to it and just thinking like damn like 
is that shit real? Like, I, that's why I had never wanted yeah. to even experience love because I'm like, fuck that. If this is what heartbreak feels like, hard. It's, it's, yeah. it's just so emotional. And it's so. <clears throat> but that, you know what they say? It's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Right. So then, you know, at first when I was younger, I was always like, since that was all I listened to, I was like, I just had this like connection with that artist where I was like, dude, anything he says or does is just, there's so much emotion in his music. Mm-hmm. That which in that genre alone is just so much, but his songwriting skills were incredible, you know, and yeah. it, and you know he, and each song that I listen to, and I have just a playlist just of his music and just like his whole catalog, right? And each song, even though I'm not in that mood at the moment, like I'll play and I'll get to that mood. Right? Yes, exactly. And, and those songs, they're not written like normal songs. I mean, if you actually understand Spanish, those songs are more of like almost poetry because if you translate them into english they almost don't make sense they don't they don't it's it's something that only can be understood in spanish that just the it's the way that those words i guess rhyme or fit together right but it's like totally out of context almost like you can say like a phrase that means nothing in english but in spanish it just it clicks and makes sense yeah and you're like damn yeah that that guy is going through it (laughs) Yeah, there's even like even like the songs he would do like um there was one uh talking about like that I don't even know why it got me there but it was like it was about him and some drunk guy at a bar and and like translating into English sounds so much weird, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So but like in Spanish it was like all right, we were both going at it, we both ended up getting we both ended up dying that night and it was like, "Whoa, hold on, that sh- that shit was so emotional." And it was like, I forgot the name of it off the top of my head, but um I'm like, "Damn." I don't even want to go to the fucking bar, you know? But it's like, <laughs> no, but, like, my point was it was, like, growing up, I used to listen to his music so much where it was, like, I was afraid to even, like, love. Yeah. To be honest with you, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to care about no one. I'm just not going to put myself in a vulnerable position, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where I, that's what I grew up listening to, right? And then so I got older, started listening to rap music, right? And it was, my brothers were very big into, like, Biggie and, like, Tupac. Like, mm. that's so just was, what So it, was my brother. Okay. Right. And then so... Um, I mean, I, it's like good music to like cruise in and stuff like that, but I yeah. never really like connected to it, right? Exactly. So, You're not out on the street, fucking right? Like I can't relate slinging, to that shit. Like slinging I, drugs. For... Like I grew up in the country. Like it's like, dude, what am yeah. I gonna be slinging goats or what? Like it's it's good to listen to, but yeah, it's so not relatable. I couldn't like I didn't even feel inspired to even want to do that stuff, you know. So then nowadays, where I see like you know I have a little brother, he's in high school, right? So I see all these kids and they listen to all these like stuff that's on on um on the streaming websites right and it's mm-hmm. like they they could listen to anything and they want to do it like so many different types of things that they shouldn't even be into you know what i mean and it's like yeah it's crazy how how powerful music is you know yeah it it's incredibly powerful i mean it's <clears throat> it's made me who i am today i mean it yeah. it shaped my life i mean before i met going way back to when we first started talking uh the guy that i met in sixth grade that got me into guitar Mm -hmm. uh i didn't listen to a whole lot of music before i met him and then he showed me some bands and i was like this is insane you were changing my life right now and ever since then it was like an uh, intense love affair with music yeah i didn't i didn't pay it a whole lot of attention until i got into those uh those initial bands that he got me into. And then it was just like, there's actually something behind this. Right. Do you think, um, I'm like a firm believer in like, um, I don't know if you've heard me talk about like the law of attraction and shit like that. It's basically like, 
I just think like everything happens for a reason. What do you think about that? <laughs> Man. Um I uh I don't. I Why? don't I don't think anything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's random a coincidence? Ran, ran, yeah, random coincidences that just happen. That's yeah. like, I don't believe in a true love either. Yeah. <clears throat> because there's so many people out there that you're going to, there's multiple different people that you could be in love with. So it's been like, if, if the certain things happen for a reason, that would mean everybody's going to find their love. It's like, if something happens right. for a reason and you get into an, a, an abusive relationship or you get yeah. killed, like, that's hard to what explain. Was, what was the reason behind that? Right. Like. And I think, like, um, <clears throat> like we're talking about, like, which is crazy to, to say that because, um, like, I'm in the scene of mind where I'm like, because, you know, when you're young and you're like, oh, yeah, of course I want to get married and I want to have kids and I want to do this, mm-hmm. this and that. And it's like, that's a dream and shit, right? And then, like, at the place where I'm at now, I'm like, wait, do I even want that? Yeah, exactly. And right? it's, it's crazy to think because it's like, I... I used to always be scared to even like think outside the box because it was always like, no, like this is what, you know, you, you want to get married. You want to do this. And it's like, I don't want to know that. I know I I definitely don't want any of that now at like, especially not at the moment, Mm -hmm. but I'd be lying to you if I, if I, if I didn't think like everything happened for a reason, as far as like, and when I, when I say that, I mean like in my life, I don't mean like, like in other people's lives or, you know, cause I know not everyone like, not everyone wants the same shit out of life. Exactly, And, yeah. you know, I mean, like, like my in my group of friends, like, I like, all, like, my friends, they they all have, like, their, like, like, goals, and they have their, like, um, yeah. life plan to the T, and, like, at this age, I'm going to do this, <laughs> at this age, I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I have like, those friends, too, yeah. And I'm very much, like, I'll figure that shit out on the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, as much as, like, you know, I know it's very hard to, like, you well, you can't control what other what other people say at all, you know. But you know, you you could kind of like be in control of what, like the shit that you say, right? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean that's I guess that almost sort of goes with the whole thought of things happen for a reason because if you put the work into it, yeah, everything is a product of <clears throat> the work you put into it. Because if you procrastinate on something that needs to get done, it's not going to get done, and then. Right just bad things aren't gonna happen or aren't gonna good things aren't gonna happen basically but if you put the work in and you try to make it happen it can happen so Mm -hmm. i mean things do sort of happen for a reason and the reason is because of you yeah and i think people don't really like see that like even though it's simple as fuck Mm -hmm. it's like super simple it's common sense to people like it's simple but people don't want to put in the work and they don't, like, one thing, I don't know, well, you say you don't have Facebook, right? But, so I have, like, I go on there sometimes, right? And I have, like, the, like, the LB pages and all that stuff, Commuter's mm-hmm. Corner and all that crap, right? And the amount of things that I see people complain about is, like, mm-hmm. crazy. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you could change this shit on your own. Like, you could work on this on your own. Like, the, I, like, I seen someone complain about the stupidest thing, like, of, like, um... Oh, this restaurant charged me this much for a drink. Yep. I can't believe that. And it's like they'd, they'd rather I, bitch about the things that affect them in such a little way, right? And blow so, it up into this huge thing rather than just accepting it and moving on and just not feeling a certain way and like yeah. feeling terrible with yourself. 
And I'm very <clears throat> like people are people are attracted attracted to negativeness because yeah, it, it, that's so. It's true. a stronger emotion. Like I said, anger and sadness are stronger emotions. People like dwelling on anger. They it, do. It, it, it takes work to be happy. It does. It does take a lot of work. <clears throat> like um, and it's it's like you said, it was very easy anger's, to like anger is more gratifying. It is, man, and it's, you know what's crazy? Like but at the same went, time, it's not. But it just makes you feel like, oh, I hate you. It's like. I went yeah. through this like um change like recently where it was like um yeah, you know, like being happy takes a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. A lot of work. Like people think it's like, oh no, you're just putting up a front. <laughs> it's like, nah. I'm like at, at this point where I'm at now, like the mental state I'm in today, like right now, I'm like so happy with where I'm at. But mm-hmm. it took me hell to get here, man. Like Well, that's good. Congratulations. Which is thank you. And that's just, good for you. And it's but it's tough. It's so tough. Like you, you got to work at it. You got to train it. It's not something, and it's not even something that you can just learn. And then that's, and then that's, that's you. Yeah. It, you got to keep working at it. And it, and it's tough. Cause like, sometimes I'll like, um, you know, like I'll rec- like record like a session or something. Right. And like the, the, the emotion I feel like at the moment that I'm recording is exactly what I feel like. I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm just like, yeah. what you see is what you get. Like, that's just me. Right. So yeah, when, the same way. So when I'll, like, upload <laughs> it, like, let's just say I'll upload it, like, a week later, or, you know, in this case, I'll upload it. So it depend. I don't depending on the schedule, right? When I upload it, like, there was an episode, like, recently that came out, and it was, like, when I had recorded, I was in a very deep place. But mm-hmm. when I uploaded it, I wasn't in that place anymore. So when it went up, of course, you know, I got so much love, and it was, I'm so grateful for it and everything, but... It t- like I had to like listen to it again, and I was like, oh fuck! Like kind of like when you listen to a, a song that you wrote that mm-hmm. is very you're very passionate about. It's gonna bring I'm, you back to that. It took me right back. It took me right back to that deep ass place where I was at, and I was like, wait, hold on. If I'm still feeling this way, I still haven't let go of what I need to let go of, right? <clears throat> and that's not technically true. I really? mean, because I mean, that's just part of. You can't be happy all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have those emotions. So that way, when you do have the highs, it feels better. Yeah. It's tough, though, because it's like, you know, um, I don't know, like, like I, I don't I don't try and, like, pretend, like, to be happy and shit, which I don't, I mean, I, I can't speak for other people, but I know, like, for me, it's very tough, like, like, the emotion you get from me is literally exactly what I feel like. I would mm. suck at playing poker. Like literally, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. Just start get a, get a good hand, start giggling. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna win this bitch. <laughs> I win. Would su- I literally, I, I'm like, I would be the worst poker player. And a lot of people tell me that, you know, which is funny because like my friends call me like monotone Maria, <laughs> but it's like I feel like I'm very um, emotional. But whatever, you know, to each his own. But uh, we were talking about like the emotions and things like that of like. Um, a little bit about like how like certain genres of music are very <laughs> are very like str- str- I don't know why I just want to laugh so hard right now. Um, I think because I hear um the dogs or something. Uh, we we're talking about how like certain songs take you to like certain places, right? Yeah. And how in this case, like my case was like regional Mexican music is just like mm-hmm. very like poetic in a way, right? Yeah. And um, do you think we we're talking about like a little bit of like a mental health earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you like struggle from <clears throat> from depression or anything like that? Yeah, um, yeah, it's something that I've been dealing with for a few years, um, quite a few years. Uh, 
but you know, I I work through it and just keep pushing on. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not something. I mean, there people feel like there are ways out, but I mean, that's not my way out. So I mean, I I push through it. Yeah. And just deal with it and put on a brave face. And what do you do when you're like not okay? Music. Yeah. That's my. <clears throat> it's my main outlet. Either that or talking to people like my good friends. I'll talk to Pat or uh, my singer Cy. I mean, I'm really close with my mom and my dad. Oh, that's good. And yeah, you know, they both know about my uh, my struggles with depression and anxiety, and they uh. They'll sit and talk with me if I'm feeling really bad, like uh, about something, because <clears throat> it's not even for anything in particular. It's just uh, I wish I knew what it was, because yeah. then I could work on it. But it's just something that makes me feel a certain way for no reason, right? And that's what's infuriating about it, is because I can't. I seem to not be able to fix it myself, right. and uh, so if I'm feeling a certain way, I can just explain to them what's going on and. You know, they care. They, you know, they always, whenever you talk about depression with somebody, they always immediately think that you're going straight to what everybody always thinks of when you're depressed, Mm -hmm. which is a bullet. Yeah. Or some other sort of way. And that's not the case. It's always, it's just, it's just something that's out of your control. Yeah. That you feel like. And, and that's what's so hard about it, at least for me anyway. It's just that it's something out of my control. Something made me feel a certain way that didn't even happen. But all of a sudden, I'm in this mood. And music usually brings me out of it. Yeah. And I'll usually end up writing a, <laughs> a really good song out of it. Yeah. Or some lyrics. I've, d- I've done just lyrics for no reason. Yeah. Just writing lyrics. Because um, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know how to do poetry. So I put I it. I show I, you. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put it down to a beat. <laughs> yeah, some Jay Dillon. Uh, yeah, so like, I'll just end up writing some lyrics, and if it happens to form into a song later, great. Yeah. But usually it ends up most usually ends up <clears throat> culminating itself into a song of some sort, and which always helps. And that's why when those song I hear those songs again, mm-hmm. it brings me back into a weird spot. And then I listen to it, and like it'll pre me in that spot, and then I'm like, "Fuck, that's a good song." Yeah, it's just like because it has this emotion to it. Like you can, it's you can feel it. it's palpable. Like you can yeah. feel this this sadness or this anger in it, and that's what I like. So I mean, I'm glad that I can do that in a constructive way. Yeah. So it's crazy because it's like. Um... Talking about depression is, like, tough because it's, like, something... Obviously, you don't tell that to someone you first meet them, right? Because... Yeah, it's a little awkward because, like I said, most people think that, oh, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah, like, they don't really know the... And it's tough, man. It's it's a tough situation because it's, like... um, I wouldn't know what to call it, but I would... Because, I mean, like, how do you... I, like, I don't even know how to, like, say that I'm going through something like that. But it just... You just get in this, like, deep... Like mindset where it's like, I should be happy right now, but I'm not. What's going on? Like, yeah. and it's like, but it just takes control over your whole like. Yeah, because you you also part of it is you think that nobody else understands you. Yeah. Nobody understands the sadness that you're going through, right? Or the anxiety that you're going through. Yeah. Um, but everybody knows that sadness. But yeah. when you're in that mood, 
you, it doesn't matter. You could like when I'm in like in a certain mood, like I know that there's other people that are, have way worse problems than me. Yeah. Or the other people that have been depressed or whatever and actually gone the full extent to end that. Mm-hmm. But it's like at the same time, you still can't help but wallow in yourself pity. Yeah. And that's <clears throat> kind of one of those things that you have to realize to help you help yourself get out of it at that moment is just like, like I'm just pitying, my, pitying myself mm-hmm. and I get, I got to seek some sort of help for this, either whether it's yourself doing it through music or talking yeah. to somebody, which is extremely helpful. Right. And there's, you know, obviously there's so many ways to deal with it. I mean, there's so many healthy ways to deal with it. And there's, um, it's just like even, I don't even know how to explain, like, talk about it. Not to say that I'm uncomfortable because I'm, I'm comfortable talking about it because mm-hmm. it's like, but no one ever feels like, you're going through what you're going through. Like, you could talk about it with someone, right? Yeah. And they'll be like, all right, no, but let's, like, it's not so much that, like, saying, like, you're, let's be realistic here. Cause it's like, anytime I talk to someone about things, like, um, fuck. It's um, kind of hard to explain. Like, um, like I said, like, for me, it's, it's something that I can't even explain myself to myself. Yeah. Um, it's, it's everybody's own personal problem, you know? right uh like like i have like i know what it feels like but when i try and explain it to somebody it's like i'm trying to explain what the dark side of the moon looks like to somebody you know it's it's, and i think people too like they'll never really um not that like there hasn't been like a lot of helpful people because i know like i was like this year has been like such like a good year and such a like bad year in the same way like um who said this? I think it was like Ariana Grande said something like, mm-hmm. "It's been the best year of like my career and the worst of my life." Like, yeah, and I couldn't really like any more to that. It was just like, yeah, and it's tough because I, I mean, I haven't talked about it like on the podcast, which I try to, but it's tough. It's like, um, you know, it's just so therapeutic to me, and I, and it's awesome to to get people hit me up saying, "Hey, this helped me through this," or "This helped me through that," right? And, um. Like, it's tough because it's, like, I went, like, a few months without recording, and it was, like, mm-hmm. I just kept on making it. Like, people would hit me up saying, hey, when's the next episode, right? And I'm, yeah. like, um, I, to me, like, I can't half-ass anything I do. Like, I literally either I yes. go in or I don't. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, I would, you know, I was super on, like, recording. I would record weekly. I was, like, hey, Patrick, let's do the studio this week. This is, like, we would record ahead of time or, or like, we would book ahead of time. And then I was going through this, like, big change in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, as much as I wanted to be like, all right, I'm I'm good, I'm good. Like this isn't really affecting me, right? It it fucked me up more just trying to put it off, like not facing yeah. what happened. But it was just like, damn, like I really gotta adjust to life as as what it is now. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. then it happened, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like I went, like I said, a few months without recording. Um, I, I was just so grateful people continued to support throughout the months. Nothing has changed, and you know, when I went back to my schedule to to upload, you know, I had so much love. Like, it was just, it never went nowhere. And it just, it made, yeah, me, it, it made me, like... It strengthens what you want to do. You yeah, want, and it's makes... like, I'm the type of person where it's like, I don't I don't see my friends every day. I don't see them every weekend. I, I'm very good, like, being by myself. But then I know that's, like, I could be myself, like, 
own worst enemy sometimes. Yes. And, yes. And yes. it fucks me up because it's like, um, you know, to my friends, I'm like the happy person. I'm the jokester. I'm, you know, I'm the uplifting person. I'm always the uplifting mm-hmm. person, which I love being that person, you know. Yeah. But it's tough when I don't got me. If that makes sense, like yeah, no, because then who who else got you? Right. If you're the one always supporting everybody else, and it's or tough being, when... being the happy person, then yeah, who's there to support you? Yeah, so I think that was like the biggest, biggest, biggest thing I had to like go through this year, where I was like, damn, like you know, it's it's December, the year is already like coming to an end. So many great things have happened. So many like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say bad things, but so many life changing things happened as well. Where it was like, damn, like. Yeah, but that's just that's just what it is though but like um speaking of like thing like the year coming to and like what are some like big things you want to do for 2019 oh man everything oh man um right now the biggest thing on my plate is my band's album we're just trying to get that thing out we've been recording it for about a year now when are you guys dropping that uh hopefully sometime end of january yeah um yeah it's been a year coming and it's just been one of the most stressful things like how i can relate i don't I don't know if i can relate fully to you it's been a good year and a bad year um just bad year with other things personal things and then it's and bad thing or bad year just because the album has been so fucking stressful recording yeah. it <clears throat> uh just because we can only record on certain days for a certain number of hours and we're doing 13 tracks and it's yeah yeah you know, some some days we wouldn't even get a song done, half of a song done, and so it was just been something that's just been slapping us in the face yeah. for months, just staring at us. And but I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna be incredibly happy just once that drops because hopefully once that once that drops, we're gonna start booking tours because our singer lives in Portland now. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and I miss him. Uh, hey, shout out to him. What's his shout name? Shout out to Shy Side to Gary. Hey, Side to Gary. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he moved out there to live with his girlfriend. Um, and so basically, we can't play local shows anymore. Yeah, we're only gonna be trying to book tours. Yeah. Uh, you know, week long things, weekend things. Uh, just where it's consecutive days, so we can mm-hmm. actually make it worth him either coming down here or us going up there, and uh. So I'm looking forward to that, just being on the road with uh, all my buddies, Pat and Cy, and um, you know, our, uh, whoever's going to be playing bass for us at the time. So unfortunately, <laughs> our bass player is going to be leaving. Um, that's mainly what I'm looking forward to for the new year. Uh, basically, just being able to hang out with my my best friends. Yeah, that's a dream though. Like being able to like yeah. do what you guys love while the while you're around the people that you love is like the best. Oh yeah. Best thing best feeling ever too is like um you know, I had this like little setup for the podcast where like I oh so I have t shirts now. I don't know if I mentioned I like I have t shirts for the podcast and I was like I was super hyped because I'm like mm-hmm. this like I don't know about you guys because you know you guys are in a band, right? It's like it's Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so like my biggest goal was like I can't wait to like I'm a I'm like a avid t shirt wearer, like I am I have so many t-shirts that I was like, when I come out with my own t-shirt, I want to make sure it's the <laughs> best quality t-shirt. Yes. I want it to be the t-shirt that people want to wear. Yeah, I, I, I fucking feel it. Because um, <laughs> for, yeah, for Colfer 
and for damn good dog, um, <clears throat> we didn't have shirts for a while, and then yeah. we were like, it would just be easier to make our own. So we bought a screen printing thing, made oh, our really? made our own shirts, and we were just like, because I've never been in a band that actually ha- ever had shirts. <laughs> like I've been in a ton of bands, right. and none of them ever got far enough to the point where we needed shirts. Yeah. And this band, both these bands were like, okay, well, next logical step is shirts. And we got it done, and we did it ourselves. And it was just like, fuck, dude, we fucking made it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Holy shit. You you know, and that's one thing, like, um, I've had, like, a lot of people that that already, you know, got the shirts or think I'm so grateful for. And, like, the first thing they tell me is, like, yo, the quality of the shirt is great. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, dude, you don't understand how, like, I went (laughs) to, like, like, I remember I would go to, like, my guy, and I was like, yo, like, Let's go over the t-shirt materials because I'm not putting out no cheap shit. Anything yeah. I'm putting money on. What'd you go with? Gildan? Uh, no, not Gildan. Gildan's like, the, you know that, hey, no, no disrespect. Gildan is an OG, but <laughs> it's like, you know, all, all I'm going to say is like, when Fru- you buy. Fru-de-loom. No, that's some hood stuff. You know <laughs> no, but like, um, what all I'm going to say is like, when you wear. You got to get the, the gangster tall tees from Total Fashion. <sighs> I, you know what? Someone asked me to put out tall tees. I will never put out no tall t-shirts. We're not living in the two thousands. No. Okay. I, no. I'm tall as fuck. I wear tall tees, oh, and they look yeah. like normal tees on me. Yeah. So but... if I wear one of your shirts that aren't a tall tee, I just look like I'm wearing a crop top. Wait, how tall are you? Six two. Okay. Yeah. See, we need to get you a. <laughs> I need a special shirt. You need to get a special shirt because, but like, I literally had someone ask me for tall tees because they're like they're gonna make a comeback. I'm like, please don't. Like they are. No, no, I have hella friends that wear tall tees. It's like really? it's with street thing. Like I haven't seen like a the, tall like tee. Like the hardcore, like lots of hardcore kids wear tall tees. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen a tall tee in so long. I I was hoping they would never make a comeback because <laughs> I wear one every day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I meant like you know, like my brothers used to get like. Like, they would wear, I think, like, 2X or 1X or something, and they would get, like, 4X tall tee. And it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Okay, I don't do that. I get it so that it's, it, it looks like a normal shirt. I don't yeah. get one that's, like, like you don't super do it to a garbage like, bag. Yeah, like, you don't do it to be, like, hood, right? Like you No, just, it's just something that fits me. I can wash it, and it still fits like a normal T-shirt. That makes total sense. <laughs> but. Uh, I, ha- I have to. I literally have to. Or else, like I said, it looks like I'm wearing a crop top. Really? Okay. I need a special order. The shirts will go above my belt my belt buckle. And It'll be just... a crop top. Yeah. So what I was trying to say is like, when you wear a New Era podcast t-shirt, it would be like the best quality ever. Patrick, I need to still get you one, man. I always okay. forget. Um, But I'm so excited. Dude, today's episode was awesome. I yeah, had so much fun. Yeah, it's actually been pretty fun. I was um, a little nervous at first, but yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Um... I'm excited because I I we've been I've been wanting to record with you for like a long time, and I'm so hi- I'm so hyped that like I was gonna say hyped and happy at the same time. Hypey. Hey, that's so hypey. I'm so. Hey, you know what? That's gonna go on a t-shirt now. On a tall tee. Hey. <laughs> Do wear. I'm so hypey. <laughs> no. So okay. So uh, where can people find you and stuff? Like you have Instagram, right? Just Instagram. I don't I don't go on Facebook. No Twitter. Just Instagram. It's Alex underscore in underscore chains wait let me see because <laughs> you did not even say it right i'm just joking okay okay so it is... it's alex underscore in underscore chains underscore underscore okay wait what's the story behind your username Al- allison chains one of my favorite bands Al- oh. allison chains so it just made sense that makes yeah. total sense and i had to put the underscore just because some asshole already had allison chains <laughs> normal 
right. Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time out. I thank you for busy. actually wanting to have me on here and actually and <laughs> having me on here. Next time we'll have the band, if that's even possible. That would actually be really cool if we can get all the three of us, me, Pat, and Cy, the mains. Yeah, yeah. we would love to. We'll figure something out. Yeah, that'd be cool. But, yeah, this was fun. It actually got a little bit deep. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I'm excited. But yeah, if anyone wants to hit you up, they can find you on Instagram. They can slide in your DMs. Hey. hey. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook. I just don't ever check it. You just never check it. So yeah. you cannot get on his DMs on Facebook because he will not check I it. I will not respond. However, on Instagram, it's another story. You know Those what I mean? DMs are wide open. Hey. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. And stay tuned for the next one. Peace.